welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I am so excited you are here and joining me today. This is an episode that I am really excited to talk about. We are going to talk about how you can create the absolute perfect lead magnet for your audience. So I've touched on the marketing methods that I really love and recommend for introverts in the past, and one that comes across everything is email marketing. I love email marketing for introverts especially, but really for anyone in business focusing on building up your email list, it just makes sense. You own your email list. It is a business asset. It's not a social media platform that can be taken away from you at any time. Those people who have opted into your email list, they are warm leads. They've opted in for some reason because they want your freebie. They think that you can help them. They're interested in what you have to say. So they aren't cold leads like cold pitching or reaching out on social media before you have any kind of engagement. These are people that are actively looking for what you have to offer and using your email list as a marketing and sales tool and also using it as a way to really get to know your customers and your target audience is really rewarding and really valuable to have. So you don't need to have a huge email list right off the bat. I will say that if you are starting with zero or you have a couple hundred people on your email list, that is absolutely fine. You can have a small list and it can be the most engaged and incredible list. It's kind of like social media followers in that way. Like as we all know for Instagram, what really matters is engagement. If you have 10,000 followers, but are getting very little engagement and aren't really making connections and they're not really resulting in anything. I mean, what's the point? They're kind of useless (laughs) followers. So that's a number that don't take it to heart. You can absolutely have success with a small email list. But today we're talking about lead magnets, which a lead magnet is the best way to grow your email list quickly and get people on your email list that are really interested in what you have to offer. Now, what is a lead magnet? It's basically anything free that you create that somebody opts into your email list, they provide their email, they are then subscribed to your email list in exchange for whatever your lead magnet is. So this could be, there's so many types of lead magnets. It could be a webinar, a masterclass, a checklist, an ebook, some kind of guide or workbook. You could do a X number of day challenge. You could offer free templates or swipe files or resources. Pretty much anything you create can be a lead magnet. 
It doesn't have to be a huge offer, but it does have to have some value to get people to give you their email address. People are very protective of their email address. So if somebody is actually entering it and opting into your list, that means that they are really interested in what your lead magnet is. If you've created your lead magnet with the questions and tips I'm going to give you in mind, then they will be a perfect prime candidate for whatever your offer is because your lead magnet should always relate to your offer or whatever action you want them to take once they are on your email list. So let's touch on some of the benefits of having a really solid and great lead magnet. So first of all, it positions you as an expert who can help them with their main problem. It also, like I mentioned, grows your email list with targeted leads who would be interested in your paid or other offers. And it also grows your visibility. It helps you to build the no like, and trust factor, which we all know people need to have with you in order for them usually to give you some money, especially if your main offers or products or services are more higher end. People are going to need to be nurtured once they are on your email list and get to know you better before they make that transition into client or customer or student. So a couple questions that you really need to ask yourself are, what does my audience need? What is one pain point that I can create a free special offer freebie for them that gives them something that they need, some kind of a quick win. It also relates and complements my other services or offers that I have that I would love them to convert to later on once I've nurtured the relationship through other emails and then being on my list for a while. So you want to think about, it's kind of like your lead magnet is usually the start of your sales funnel. So you want to think about what kind of journey you want them to take once they opt in and they are on your email list. As an example, let's say that I am a Pinterest manager. So let's say I offer one-on-one Pinterest management services. I also have a Pinterest course that I would love to get people into. So one type of lead magnet I might create is I could do a free webinar on how to optimize your Pinterest profile. So that gives them the starting point. It gives them action steps. It lets them know that I know what I'm talking about and I am skilled at what I'm doing. And it gets them to know, like, and trust me. So that later on, once they move into Pinterest strategy or doing pin designs, that might be something where they decide to opt into my course. That may be where they just decide, yeah, I don't want to do it myself. And they might reach out and want to hire me for monthly management of their Pinterest account. You could also do a simple, if you don't want to do a webinar, because hello, don't like video too much. You could also do a free ebook or a guide that walks them through setting up their Pinterest profile and making sure it's optimized. The important thing is that your lead magnet, it gives value but you don't want to give away too much. You don't want to give away the farm. You have to 
give them something, but not everything. Otherwise, why would somebody enroll in your Pinterest course, for example, if you've already given them pretty much everything they need to take care of it and know what they're doing on their own? You really want it to complement your course. So for the lead magnet example I just gave, if somebody was to download that, they were to go through it, they optimized their profile, and then they started to have questions about pinning and their schedule and how do I write pin descriptions and what are the best current best practices for Pinterest. That may be where you are nurturing them and giving them some tips on those other pain points that they might be experiencing once they get their profile optimized and nudging them to join your course for more support and more help and more resources and more knowledge from you. That is just one example, but it shows how you need to think about lead magnets when you're creating the absolute perfect lead magnet. You don't want to give away too much but you do want to give away value. And I know those two things are contradictory, but there is a fine line between them. And the most important part is to find that fine line and basically just solve one main pain point or one main starting pain point. So if somebody lands on your website and your lead magnet and they are so confused with Pinterest and so overwhelmed and you have this awesome guide that is going to help them get their main account profile set up and optimized, that is going to get them to opt in and give you their email address. They are going to want that. They are going to see the value in that and they are going to need that. So they will sign up for that. And that is a prime person that opts into that, that may also need either your one-on-one services or your course later on down the line. One other thing I wanted to touch on as we talk about lead magnets, a lot of people struggle. They may have the perfect lead magnet, but it's actually the marketing of the lead magnet that they aren't sure about. Where exactly should you be promoting and marketing your lead magnet? So the quick and easy answer for that is everywhere. You want to promote your lead magnet everywhere, especially if you have email marketing setup where you are nurturing them, you are getting them familiar with you on a consistent basis, and then you are going into offers. You don't want to send like the second email they get like, hey, um, here's my services, hire me. No, you don't want to do that. You need to nurture somebody as soon as they sign up on your email list or they are going to unsubscribe pretty much immediately. I guarantee it. Nobody wants to be sold to right away. Um, None of us do as introverts and majority of our clients or potential clients do not want to either. They want to see that you are interested in them. You are giving continued value through your emails and then you work in the selling pieces of it. Back to marketing your lead magnet. You do want to put it everywhere once you have your nurture sequence and your email set up for it because it is going to be a very valuable asset for your business. So you want to make sure it's linked on your website, in the navigation, in your footer maybe, on your homepage, maybe um, have a pop-up if you want to have a pop-up on your website. 
You want to have it in your Instagram bio links. You want to mention it on Clubhouse if you are in a room with people who are really interested in the topic of your lead magnet or seem to be your ideal type of audience. If you do any kind of speaking engagements, you want to link it as your freebie. Basically, you want to talk about this free offer as much as possible. Ideally, you are going to be mentioning it or promoting it at least a couple times per month on Instagram or Facebook, whatever social media platform you use, um, as well as Pinterest. You can create a multitude of pin designs that all are driving traffic to your lead magnet opt-in page, which is also good tip that I didn't mention before. You do want to create a standalone opt-in page. If you have it on your homepage or in your website footer or as a pop-up, that is fine. But you also want to have a separate opt-in landing page that is just for the lead magnet. And there's a couple reasons why. So the first one is if you ever want to run Facebook ads or Instagram ads to your lead magnet to grow your email list even further with paid advertising, you want to drive them to an opt-in page where there's no header, there's no navigation, there's no footer, they can't navigate to something else. Once they land on that page, their only choice is to opt in or to close out. That way you are going to convert a lot more people than if you had a million other links and and your header navigation showing. So that is one reason. And also, So if you ever want to share it with somebody, say, for example, you do mention it in a clubhouse room, you could say instead of like, oh, go to my Instagram bio, click on the link to download my free guide on Pinterest, or you could actually engage with them and say, I have this amazing free guide that will walk you through optimizing and setting up your Pinterest profile so that you're making sure you're doing it right from the start. And if you want this guide, just send me a DM on Instagram with the word Pinterest, and I will send you the link. That way you can actually open up the conversation with the person as well, instead of just putting all the action on them, like saying, yeah, click through my clubhouse bio over to my Instagram, then click on the link in my Instagram, then click on the button that says, get my free guide And then put in your email address. Like that is a lot of steps for somebody to opt in and sign up for a freebie. No matter how valuable the freebie is, you might get people that are like, nah, too much work. We have to make it easy for people. So that's just one tip for Clubhouse that is a really good idea. Also, even if you don't want to do Facebook or Instagram ads, if you're directing traffic from, say, Pinterest to your lead magnet, and you're creating pins that are specifically for the lead magnet, you don't want to drive them to a website again that has any other number of links or ways that they can leave the page. You want to make it so easy for them once they land on that page, either opt in or close out. If you give people too many options, they either won't do anything or they'll just get confused and closed out. So best case scenario, create a separate landing page That is just for your lead magnet as well. You will utilize that a lot in the future and you'll be thankful that you did it right from the start. So I hope this has been helpful to you guys. 
I absolutely love email marketing. I can't recommend it enough. And if you don't have a lead magnet yet that is converting or really ties into what your audience needs and fits with your offers or services, I strongly encourage you to do so. It is so beneficial. And once you get it mapped out and created and set up and automized, your email list will grow on autopilot. So if you have any lead magnet questions, feel free to reach out and let me know on Instagram at introvertcoach, or feel free to send me an email down below in the show notes. I'm going to have some free resources for you for creating your lead magnet and figuring out what type of lead magnet is best for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvertpreneur.com and at theterrorread.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.